Welcome to West Virginia Uncommonplace. Uh, today's episode is a special one for me. Um, we have West Virginia Farmers Market with us and an associate from there. Her name is Erica. Erica, please tell us what you do. I'm Erica Gallimore. I'm with the West Virginia Farmers Market Association. I am their project coordinator currently, but I do a lot for the organization, including um, basically running the day-to-day -day operations, planning the programs, talking with partners, and uh, press releases. <laughs> so basically you're the public, you're the PR lady. I am, I'm the only employee, so I pretty much do all of the everything for the organization. And this I work with some really awesome active board members from across the state that are experts in a lot of different things. But um, as far as like the day-to-day -day stuff, I'm the person that you go to. So that's for all 55 counties across the state of West Virginia? Yep, all 55 counties and it's just me. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. So um, actively, do you travel to all 55 counties at some point in like a year, two years, three years? So I have not been to all 55 counties, even though I've been working with the organization for five years. Um, that's something that I would like to be able to do. And I have been in contact with all of them, with all the farmers markets in all of the counties. But um, yeah, I haven't been able to visit them as much as I'd like to. Uh, that's, that's true. Uh, hopefully, though, um, we're going to be uh, able to next year actually go out and visit more. This year we weren't able to at all because of COVID. Right, COVID-19 struck a lot of people down. And um, actually, you know, West Virginia Farmers Market, um, I would like you to explain, because this this goes out pretty far. We even people in Bangladesh that listen to this podcast, which is crazy. Um, could you explain to them what the West Virginia Farmers Market does in, in, in the state and um, tell us about anything PR related that you have going on. Okay, so uh, the association, because um, we're not just one farmer's market, we are a membership organization that helps farmer's markets across the state. So last year, there were 109 farmer's markets all across the state. Whoa. And of those 109, 63 of them were members of our association. This year, we have approximately the same number of members but the number of markets jumped up to 220 markets this year. Oh, so we doubled. We more than doubled the number of farmers markets in the state over the past year. And I think that that has a lot to do with COVID-19 because a lot of people are starting to buy more locally and really thinking about where they're getting their food. So um, that's, that's something that we've noticed just as a trend recently is people are really interested in buying directly from their farmers and trying to keep as much money locally as possible. Okay, so um, say like we'll, we'll use a, a smaller county that has an odd population. I live in Wyoming County, so we'll say I live in the, the town of Pineville, right? Mm -hmm. um, what would be the closest market being down in that southern coalfield region that I could get to? Well, there's actually a farmer's market in Wyoming County, Whoa. Wyoming County Farmer's Market. Yeah, they, they have one there. Um, but the easiest thing that you can do to find a market that's in your county by you is to go to farmfreshwv.com and type in your zip code, and it'll take you to whichever market that's closest to your zip code. So it'll, it'll populate a whole list of, I think there are like 150 markets that are represented on there. And, and it also has uh, 
eateries, breweries, uh, local shops, all kinds of places that actually have local food and, and um, value added stuff that you can get that are made by local producers. And it had a feature that you didn't mention that I think is really awesome, ag venture. Yeah, they do, um, agritourism stuff. Yeah, so, so it varies there. So um, if I'm a farmer and I'm living in, let's see, cause I can be pretty vivid. Uh, let's see, where's a good place that's far off? I live in Parsons, West Virginia. Okay. okay. Um, how do I become a member of the association? How do I get my product to the farmer's market? Well, the first thing that you need to do is if you live in Parsons, is uh, you either need to call me or you need to call the Tucker County Farmer's Market. Uh, a taste of Tucker is what they're called. Okay. And, uh, they would definitely hook you up. They have a couple locations within Tucker County that would, um, that you could sell at probably right now. So if Are you, you have something ready to go. <laughs> Um, but if you don't necessarily want to just sell in your county and you want to sell somewhere else in, in the state, we have um, people in Grow High Valley that will uh, work with distribution chains. We have people with the Department of Agriculture that can help you uh, figure out where to, to put your produce or sell it directly. Um, it really depends on what you have and what you're, what you're looking to sell, but um, the Farmers Market Association can either find you a farmers market to work with directly or we can hook you up with the distribution chain to get it out so that you don't have to worry about it and you can get paid. All right. So let me give you one last scenario and then we'll go into some other things. All right. I'm living on top of a mountain in Nogi Tuck. So that's going to be Mingo County. Mm -hmm. And I make the, my favorite, I call it, I know it's not a West Virginia uh, vegetable, but I have ramps. Mm -hmm. I have ramps that I want to sell, but uh, the person that wants my ramps lives in Upshur County. Okay. That's enough distance. Mm -hmm. um, what would be the channel for me to get it, get it to them, get it distributed all the way up there, just a scenario. And um, what would be your advice to that person from Mingo County to sell all the way to Upshur County? My advice would be to try to work with either selling it locally, um, try to find somebody that is local that will, will buy your product or you can work with Turnrow and they can get your uh, pro product distributed throughout the state through their online market. Okay, so could you go into detail and tell us a little bit about the programs that are offered by the Farmers Market Association? Um, the programs that we offer right now, uh, the only active program that we have that we're doing is called the Localized Information Exchange Program. And that includes uh, I think there are either eight or nine markets from across the state that are working in a peer network to kind of build each other up and um, become service providers as market managers. So what their goal is, is to work together to figure out what producers are facing as far as the barriers and challenges in business development. And they're kind of bouncing ideas off one another and going to other resource providers in the state and trying to get the uh, technical assistance and resources and anything that they can from one another to meet those challenges and overcome them for their producers. Okay, well, I've got a little thing because uh, with this podcast, we do a little investigating. Could you tell me about the Farm to Table Dinner Series? 
Yes, I love the farm to table dinner series. So we were approached in 2018 by the commissioner of agriculture, okay. uh, Kent Leonhart. And he was like, hey guys, you guys are awesome. Why don't you do a farm to table dinner series with our state parks? And we had never thought of that. That sounded like a great idea. So um, we put our heads together and worked with the Department of Agriculture, the West Virginia State Parks, and the Department of Natural Resources. And we put together this really awesome series with local producers and local farmers from all across the state being able to aggregate their produce into the farmer, into not the farmer's market, but into the uh, state parks at their okay. restaurants so that they can do a farm to table dinner at the restaurant. So the first year there were, I wanna say 45 different farmers that participated in the farm to table dinner series. That's a lot. Parks. And um, last year it was about the same. And then this year uh, we had to halt that program because of COVID, but we do plan on continuing that program again next year. So and like that this, will, this, this could happen probably like at North Bend Park. Yeah, there was one at North Bend. Yeah, there they had one. I think there were nine, nine or 10 that, I think there were 11 that were scheduled this year. We've, we've added one each year, but uh, they, they got, it got canceled this year, but um, I would say we will probably do those 11 next year. And uh, that will most likely include North Bend, Blackwater Falls, Pipe Stem, uh, and a few others. Pipe Stem, that would be awesome. Um, so my next question is uh, the Gleaning Program project. Mm -hmm. Project, excuse me, I, oh, I need to correct myself. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh, Gleaning, programs are pretty cool. What happens with a gleaning project is the uh, farmers will come together and basically at the end of the market, they'll have extras and they don't really know what to do with them. So what we did was design this program where the customers could choose to pay a little bit of extra. And at the end of the market, that produce that's extra would instead of being composted or thrown away or just a loss um, it would go to the local food bank okay so are there any other programs uh, like that you all work with the community um to like with children or anything is there any like type of things that y'all were doing prior to COVID-19 yeah we were um we have a pop club toolkit which is a power of produce toolkit and um, that project works with kids from five to 12 to uh, basically get them excited about eating their vegetables, which, you know, most kids aren't. Most true, kids true. don't want to even think about the concept of eating a vegetable, but uh, basically um, it gives them an activity that they can do that's interactive with the farmer's market. And then they get uh, tokens or, um, food bucks that they can then take to certain producers that are participating in the program. And what we've found and what the studies have shown is that whenever kids are able to pick their own vegetables, they're more likely to eat them whenever they take them home. So that's what we did. If you, if the kid is able to pick it there 
and they're going to be more likely to eat it, then why don't you do that? So that's what we do. So okay, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's basically what that is, and um, the kids will come back from week to week because their parents will bring them, and it's just a it's a great uh, project and a great program for kids and families to come and enjoy the local food. All right, so now I'm going to throw a little curveball in here because we do little curveballs on this show. All right, I am originally from a city called Lynchburg, Virginia. Mm -hmm. That gives me access to Interstate 77, Interstate 64. So Interstate 64, I'd be coming across near Lewisburg. Interstate 77, I'm running up from Bluefield. If I'm a person from out of state, coming from Ohio, Kentucky, Maryland, Virginia, or any of these places... Where's my first farmer's market I should stop at? And let's go with each direction. If I'm coming from Ohio. Okay, so if you're coming from Ohio on 64, the first one that you're going to run into is the Wild Ramp in Huntington. So I definitely highly recommend that. Um, they have Jenny's Ice Cream, which is a, a native to Ohio brand of ice cream. Okay. And they have uh, a bunch of different produce and popcorn and value added products from a 200 mile radius uh, from uh, Huntington. But most of like probably 80% of their produce and other products that they have there is within a 50 mile radius. So it could so be Wayne get, County. Huh? It could be Wayne County or something like that. Yeah. A lot of it's from Wayne County. <laughs> okay. Okay. And what if we're coming down 77 from uh, Marietta Parkersburg area. Okay, so that's tough because there are a couple of markets that you're gonna hit, but not all of them are gonna be regular markets that are open every day. Okay. So um, you might not hit an everyday market until you get to Charleston. Okay. But there are a few pop-up markets if you get lucky. Um, there's a couple off the Ripley exits um, there's the Green Center Farmer's Market, which is a relatively new market. Over by Fairplane? It's the Green Center Farmer's Market. Overall Fair, in Fairplane? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't remember the exact exit. Um, there's one off the Ripley exit that's the Jackson County Farmer's Market. Okay, I know where uh, that is. There's <laughs> one in Parkersburg uh, at City Park but I think it's only on Saturdays. Okay. So already I'm coming up 119. I just hit Pikeville. I'm about to hit Williamson, West Virginia. Oh, well, you want to go to the Williamson Farmer's Market from there. Okay. <laughs> so that was an easy one. All right, so let yeah. me give you a hard one. 77, I'm coming 77 or 460, so I can come from Princeton or I can come from Bluefield. Okay. Well, there's, there's a market in Princeton. Um, that's the, the Mercer County Farmer's Markets in Princeton. Um, if you're coming from Bluefield, I'm sure there's one down there too. Uh, so that's both the same county, so that's... Yeah. I mean, the Mercer County one's probably the best one to go to from there. But I think they have two locations, so it depends on the day of the week. Okay. Um, if you go a little bit further, you will hit the Lewisburg Farmer's Market and the Courthouse Farmer's Market. Um, Anything around Athens, West Virginia? 
Uh, I'm sure there is, but I can't think of the markets off the top of my head. Right, right. I'll, I was just testing me. All right, so then let's do the last one because it's your it's your new location. Um, I'm coming off of 68 out of Maryland or Brewston Mills or somewhere. Okay, well, um, there are a lot of markets up here. So <laughs> around Morgantown, there are a lot of markets. You've got the Morgantown Farmer's Market, which is on Saturdays, Saturday mornings um, until noon. And then uh, you've got a market on 19 going out of town, uh, not too far on Thursdays. Um, and then Anything the, near Kingwood? Yeah, the Kingwood Farmer's Market. I can't remember which day of the week that one is, but it's, I think it might be Saturdays also. I'll have to figure that one out. So basically, yeah. if you go out and you're going to one of those parks out there, if you end up in Terra Alta or you end up uh, over, what is it, Blackwater Falls? Mm-hmm. Well, little... the, the Elkins Farmer's Market's there. Um, that one's a pretty big one downtown in Elkins. Uh, you've got the Buchanan Upshur Farmer's Market that, that's around that area. Um, you've got... I mean, there, there are markets all over the state, so I could just keep going naming. and going. Okay. If you want to come from the DC area up towards the, or up through the Eastern Panhandle, the best stop there is going to be Wardensville. They have yeah. wow. garden market is out there and they have one of the best bakeries in the state. So if anybody is out that way, they need to stop there and get a cinnamon roll. They have to. All right. So cinnamon roll out there. I'll have to do that. So I could hit out that way. I'm pretty familiar. I've actually been through all 55 counties with my previous job. So um, next thing, let's go into this. Uh, social media wise, how mm -hmm. big is a farmer's market? And, and I'm asking you this from, we're saying from the, the uh, someone being uh, not native from here. If I wanted to learn more about, you know, see pictures and things like that, where would I go to see pictures beyond the website? Oh, go to our Facebook page. Um, we are... I think it's WVFMA it, on Facebook. And then uh, on Instagram, we are WVFMA underscore. Okay. I think. But and if you look up West Virginia Farmers Market Association, we're, we're the first to pop up on Google. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. We're, we're pretty easy to find on online. Um, yeah. All right. So... Um, my next thing is what's upcoming in the future? What's, what, what are we geared up for, you know, as soon as like next week? What do you guys have going on? All right. So we've got a couple of secret projects that I can't talk about just yet. So everybody's just going to have to follow our social media to find those out. But we do have our annual census that's coming up that will start taking submissions next Thursday, October 15th. Is that the right day? Mm, would you want to say maybe another week out? Because today's October 5th. Uh, is, what is that? It's October 15th is the day that we are going to be uh, sharing the our next Thursday census. The following Thursday, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that will be ready for uh, submissions. And we encourage all West Virginia farmers markets to take this because um, two things. One, you will automatically be entered into any 
uh, submission for many grants that we have for 2021. So it's crucial that you submit this with the most accurate data that you can um, so that we can make sure that we include you whenever we are looking for participants for our programs next year. And okay. two, this is really crucial for us to understand how well the farmers markets of the state are doing. So this year has been really weird for everyone because of COVID. And I know that there's gonna be some changes, but we wanna make sure that we see whether it's higher or lower and to see if people are more active or if they're not active or if the if what we think we're seeing is the, the trend that I mentioned before that people are coming to the markets more regularly, we wanna see if that's actually true. So since all these markets are popping up everywhere, we know that they're, they've doubled this year, are more people interested in going to the markets or did that like stretch out the already thin dollar that people spend locally? Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So. Outside of this, are there any other surveys or anything else that you all have going on beyond that? Um, other than that, we will be wrapping up our policy climate survey on this Friday, the October 9th. Um, and the data from that will be published on our website so that we can show everybody um, what our fund or not funding goals for next year. It's our policy goals for next year. So we'll, uh, we'll share that with everybody. And that's, um, I mean, we, we extended that for everybody. We don't, we didn't have too many uh, people take that at first, but now we've got a lot of really great submissions and um, I'm excited to share that later. Okay. And thank you very much for that. So one little twist that we do on the show, and obviously we're not going to make this a personal one because you're acting as a body not just as mm -hmm. yourself as we talk. Um, what is something that goes on at the farmer's market that no one knows about that you can tell us today? Um, something that goes on at the farmer's market association that nobody yes. knows about? Yes, yes. Thanks for the clarification. Uh, there is a lot of stuff that goes on. Like we, we plan and plan and plan and have all kinds of conversations that, uh, really get down to what's needed in the state rather than just trying to to do stuff just to do stuff like we we really want to be more focused on the the farmers and the producers and um there is there's a lot of conversation that happens around how can we help address these barriers the most effectively like it's it's not something that you know, we talk about a lot um, outside in the real world, but it's something that happens behind closed doors all the time. Like we, we really care about what's going on in our communities and how we can help fight the, the drug addictions that are going on. How can we help fight the food access problem and the food insecurity? How can we make sure our seniors are actually able to get to the farmer's market? Because our roads are crappy. Like yes, they we are. <laughs> that everything is, you know, taken care of. So um, we want to build our communities and make sure our communities are strong. And that comes from a lot of conversations with a lot of experts and people in the field um, from 
all walks of life. So um, another question I have, um, I'm a farmer. I'm discouraged. I'm trying to decide if I want to join the farmer's market. What advice would you give me to make me want to join the farmer's market association to get my product out there? So we have a lot of stuff that we can do to help get the, the farmers ready to whatever they, they want to do, whether that's business development, expansion, um, startup, if you want to start a farmer's market. Um, we have a lot of partners across the state that can help you get to where you need to go to. So it really just depends on um, what you want to do and what your goals are. But uh, if you come to me and you say you want to start a farm and you're gung-ho and you're ready to, to get started, then I'm going to do whatever it takes to get you where you want to go and get you to the right people if I'm not them. Okay, so when someone actually contacts, more than likely they're going to get you because like you said earlier, you run this for the whole state. It's a lot of responsibility. Mm -hmm. Does it ever get a little overwhelming or... It gets overwhelming a lot, but uh, hopefully uh, we can get some grant funding and I can hire somebody else and I don't have to do this alone. But the good thing about having the board members that I have, they are an amazing group of people who will spend any time that they need to to make sure that this organization continues working uh, and I don't go insane. <laughs> <laughs> So okay. I, have, I have a lot of respect and love for my board members and they in turn have the same for me. And I just, I can't do this without them. Like they, they're, uh, they're volunteers, but they spend a lot of time working and helping and making sure that this is uh, the community organization that we envision it to be. <laughs> so um, outside of all that, like, how do you wake up every morning knowing that your work like helps someone eat something healthy? Like you're actually, you're actually like, I mean, do you ever like think of that like on a real big, big scale that, you know, there may be a kid and let me get a county that that's really desolate. I said, we already get Wyoming. Uh, uh, Dodgeville County. And where? Uh, Dodgeville County, that's not a desolate area, but it's pretty spread out. A kid in Dodgeville County that normally wouldn't be able to get maybe a watermelon or something. And because of whatever you've done in society, that child's able to have a watermelon brought to his local farmer's market and he can buy it. Like, how, how does that make you feel? Like, Well, I mean, I wish I was there sometimes to be able to be able to hand them that food myself. Like, I would... I can't replicate myself and I can't replicate the food, but um, I'm really grateful that we're able to do that as a, as a network and as a community. Um, I, I am very big on the sense of coming together as a community because there's no way that you're going to be able to get these things done without that. Okay. So like even, I mean, I came from a very small rural area, you know that. Um, oh, Work yeah. County is the smallest county in the state, and there is a lot of poverty there. Yeah. There are a lot of hungry kids there, and there is a lot of uh, mental health issues and addiction and um, 
just there's a lot of negative in that county and, and around it and around the whole state. But the positive thing about that is that the community members that actually care will come together and provide for those kids that can't provide for themselves. And being able to uh, give back to the community and, and kind of pass on that torch, that's important. And I think that I shouldn't be alone and I'm not alone in doing that. Okay, well, thank you very much for that one. All right, so lastly, before we uh, wrap up, uh, we've talked about the West Virginia Farmers Market Association, but there is a young lady that's in Ward County and the county, uh, the, the little small town of Pee Wee, maybe. That, that's, a, that's a small area out there, correct? Mm -hmm. um, she wants to get your job when you decide to retire. What does she have to do to get your job? She's got to be better than me. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, what does she have to do to get my job? I mean, she would have to apply for my job whenever it comes available. But um, I really, I think that uh, this specific job is not going to be available for a while. Um, right. I'm, I'm sticking around. I I have only been here for five years, but I don't plan on leaving it anytime soon. All right, well, so, 40 years from now. 40 years from now, there's going to be a lot of changes, and this job is going to look a lot different in, in that time. <laughs> like, I've, I've got some plans for, for this position and, and this organization. It's not uh, – we definitely would be hiring from within, and I have full confidence that that would continue. So um, – for, for this position, that is. All right, so for the little girl in Pee Wee, she can come up and be an intern. She could, yeah. And uh, I think next year we're actually going to start um, looking for interns. So in the in the spring, so we'll, okay. we'll definitely be um, looking for interns soon and uh, probably in AmeriCorps Vista. All right. So that sounds well-rounded. So the little girl in Pee Wee, she may not get your job but she can aspire and she can take that to another state or another part of the state because you may have to get coordinators. She might not be able to get my job immediately, but she can come work with me and I can build her up to be on my level pretty quickly. She can be a protege. Okay, I, I like that one. Well, I want to thank you very much for being on West Virginia Uncommonplace. And one thing that we do at the end of the show, we do shout outs. Who are the people that are behind all of the madness and chaos and the great things that make Erica. Oh, that make me personally? Yes, ma'am. Um, my partner, Ryan, um, the board members of the association, uh, Jenny, Jeannie, Sandy, Fiona. Uh, I'm going to, there are 11 of them and I always forget all of them. And I'm sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's going to do a retraction. <laughs> Uh, my grandparents, um, uh, and there are so many people that have made me who I am. Like, I can't, I can't limit it to just a handful of people, but I appreciate it that's in my life and has stuck around to, to see me through where I am. So, Okay, and, and one thing I want to say, um, 
you know, we're both West Virginians. So as a West Virginian, I want to tell you, thank you. You could have took your talent and you could have went to Michigan. You could have went to Iowa with your talent, but you decided to stay in West Virginia and make West Virginia a better place. I love this state. I, I, I hate to see the potential and the beauty be wasted when there's just nothing's like West Virginia. Right. It's nothing like you can leave for a little while, but you're going to always come back. Mm-hmm. That's, that's been my whole thing. Uh, so once again, Erica, I want to thank you on behalf of the West Virginia Farmers Association. I mean, I'm sorry, West Virginia Farmers Market Association for coming on. Can you do one last plug for your Facebook and your Instagram so that our listeners will know? Yeah, um, you can find us at uh, West Virginia Farmers Market Association on Facebook or Instagram. Um, and we are wvfarmers.org. If you would like to become a member, you could give me a call at 304-202-6618. Um, that number also does text messaging if for some reason you'd rather text me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I usually pick that number up uh, Monday through Friday from nine to five. So, um, and if you are so inclined, uh, you can also email me at coordinator at wvfarmers.org. Okay, and thank you once again, and we would like to have you back later. Anytime that you have something going on, we definitely want to have you on show, because like I said, you're taking care of West Virginia. Thank you.